I'm just glad we actually got to talk about it, regardless of whether we're, we're recording or not. Because there was a time where I was like, do I have to talk with this girl? Like, what is happening? Does, Does he have she a even like Yeah. <laughs> like, blink twice. He's holding her hostage, and I'm like, Kristen, it's lovely. Yeah, you're like, everything's great. I was like, are you Everything's sure? great. Friends by accident. Podcast hosts on purpose. This is what you get when two Canadian women who come from completely different backgrounds serendipitously meet in a Brooklyn apartment. This is Accidental Friends with Lean Deggan and Kristen Mandela. I was just thinking about it. We were talking about it last week, I think at the end of our episode, how we use the same like intonation and tone when we're- Every time. We every time that we're intro. doing that intro. And as I, like, as I was about to say that last line, I was like- just say something different. Say Just do something way. different. <laughs> it's difficult and though. I it's couldn't. like ingrained in our brains. My body was like, this is Accidental Friends with Lean Deggin and Kristen Mandela. Like <laughs> a slight little variation to it. Just for, give the people what they want. A little You variation. know what I mean? Got to keep it spicy and interesting. Absolutely. Um, keep, speaking of spicy and interesting, today we want we love a good relationship talk. We're a big we relationship talk. Chat, yeah. We love it. Love it. Love it. So today I kind of... I really wanted to talk about, I mean, both of us, of like relationship timelines. Yes. And I think what I mean by that is that everybody's relationship goes at such a different pace. And I think that's where this pressure comes from. Well, I don't think it actually always goes at the the right pace or at at the similar pace. I think it's more that like there's all these external pressures and like movies and things like that, that like things need to look and feel a certain way. To right. show that it's like on the right track. Right. And, we, and I was having a conversation um, with someone on Friday or Saturday. I think it was Friday. And she was like in a relationship for a really long time. Really toxic, terrible relationship. And then I haven't seen her in about close to a year. And I knew her and met her when she was ending this terrible, toxic relationship. And so I saw her. And at the time, I was also single. So we kind of – I was very much like – fuck him like mm-hmm. break up with him blah, blah blah which i would do now anyway too but i was like very very gung-ho and so now when she saw me with fernando too she was kind of like oh this is nice like it's nice to see it and then we started talking about her relationship and she's in a brand new relationship where okay. i think she sees him like once every two weeks they've been dating for like three months he wasn't at the party she feels No rush to have them. Things are moving nice and slow. Yeah. Things are moving really slow for her. I say slow for her in the sense of that's what she wanted. That's what she asked for. Um, So it's just funny how like your timelines can also change depending on people. 100%. Okay. So we're both in relationships. We're both in very different relationships, I would say. Sure. Right? I think so. I mean, I don't know what that means, but yeah. I mean, I think they're in different in this, places right now. They're in different places. That's what I mean. Yes. Different relationships, different places. And it's also interesting that like you guys were really good friends before, mm-hmm. you know, like best friends before I met mine on a dating app, like mm-hmm. so many people. <laughs> um, So it's interesting that there's like a specific trust that comes with the relationship before even getting into the relationship. Which I think definitely changed our perspective for sure although i still think we moved quite slowly i think it still definitely made it so when we were making the decisions it was based on like when we were like super super ready if that makes sense it wasn't really yeah 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 
Um, but yeah, I, don't, so, I definitely don't think we moved fast. I have a question. Yes. Do you want to get married? Um, yeah, Andre's and I talk about this often. I, I'm bordering on indifferent. Okay. I, I like the idea about it. Like, I like the idea of like Andre's and I taking our relationship to kind of like the penultimate level. You know what I yes. mean? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, as just like a life experience. I think that's just a cool thing to experience together. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really fantasize about like a wedding or right. especially not a dress. I don't really know what I would want to wear. I guess mm-hmm. I, I honestly I had this very interesting conversation. I think you'd find it interesting too where I'm trying right now to figure out whether I – I'm trying to wade through whether I actually don't want a wedding or whether I've always said I didn't want a wedding and now I'm kind of just like – well, yeah, like I'm, I'm Kristen. I'm kind of different. I just, I don't want a wedding. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes, I'm trying yes, to wade yes. through whether I'm doing Does it. Does the, the not sake wanting a wedding different. just fit? Yes, yeah. And because I don't like, and because I don't like the overconsumption aspect of it, I do think a lot of them are really over the Agreed. top. I do think like, kind of like Agreed. walking the father down the aisle is a little transactional, and like there's elements to it that I have a little bit of like. Okay, at my wedding, you'll definitely see my dad walking. No, that's <laughs> totally fine. I just mean for me, when yes, I've been yes, seeing totally. these things, the history of them, I'm not saying it is transactional, yeah, yeah, but yeah. the history of it was truly yeah. literally the transition of property. Yeah, like, That's property. what it yeah. came from. Um, so I think there's a lot of elements where I'm like, I don't love that. And totally. so now I'm trying to wade through was like, where I'm like, am I just trying to be different or do I actually hold these beliefs? And I'm trying to be very right. honest with myself about those things because I do like the idea of celebrating love. I think that's a beautiful thing. And I, I like think that's the idea. what it comes down to. Totally. I just think it also comes down to like times are tough and there's, it's super expensive to have like your dream kind of come to fruition. So yeah. right now we're trying to s- kind of figure out what we, what we'd want it to look like to keep it as mm-hmm. true to ourselves as possible. Yeah. And I think that would mean it being quite small and quite intimate and like not super like adhering to kind of the the traditional totally things. and if there's so i've had a lot of friends get married in the last or even get engaged and in, in the last how many ever years and one thing i've seen is a i've seen a really big wedding of like 300 plus people and those weddings always kind of freaked me out because i was like are you even able to enjoy the wedding because totally. you're spending the whole time talking to people and maybe a hundred of them you don't even know they may be like friends and oh yeah i've had blah, friends blah, blah, that blah. had like, like very traditional weddings and they yeah. had like at least four or five tables just for the parents invitations yeah so i think i've seen that and then covid one of my friends got married and she was supposed to have the big traditional wedding in the nice church in the like at this beautiful hall i mm-hmm. guess and because of COVID restrictions and all of that, she, was, she wasn't she was able to have her wedding that she had originally planned. She actually, okay. I think, had to change it like two or three times or something. What ended up happening was she got married in the church, which was very important to her and her family, um, to get married in that church. And it was a gorgeous, beautiful, beautiful church. But her ceremony and reception was in her parents' backyard. Yeah, that's very She sweet. still wore her like beautiful white gown. The DJ was my friend that had hooked up her phone to a speaker. Cute. They had hired a bartender, I think until like 11 p.m. or something. And mm. then it was just like a... Um, open bar, kind of like pour yourself. Op- it was it was open bar, but it was, yeah, pour yourself. It was just on like a picnic table almost. And Amazing. we just went up and poured our... And I'm telling you, that was probably one of the best weddings I have 
ever been to. Totally. Because she had no one to – it was 40 people. It was it was too long. Um, and I'm sure she was probably able to benches. have a way better time. Oh, my God. She had the best time. Right. All of us keep saying, we're like, that was so amazing. I've, I've There have been so many variations of weddings. And especially now, the wedding industry has gotten so out of control I'm, I'm two of my best friends are planning their weddings and I'm just hearing all of the stuff that they're oh talking gosh, about. And I it know. honestly turns me off of having a massive wedding. Totally. And I know a friend that literally who, left her job to pers- like, like literally she left her job so that she would be unemployed for a few months so she could finish planning her wedding. That's insanity. Yeah. Like Wild. that's insanity. It was an incredible wedding though. Holy shit. <laughs> well, there you go. I was like, but, hey, I kind of get it. You really pulled this off. It was exceptional. But I was yeah. like, the fact that you had to literally, I, she wanted a career change. It was going to happen anyway. But like the fact that right. she, she wanted to be unemployed because it was but dedicating it's like the so much thing of her time. Of, it's like the thing of if you are asking for flowers and if you're like, I'm just going to host a party on a Saturday night. Mm-hmm. I just want get some flowers. They'll be like, okay, this is your rate. And but then the minute that you flowers. say the word wedding. Yeah exponential totally and i guess that's where i think it's starting to divert away from being like what i think it could be is like these like very authentic celebrations Mm -hmm. of love it's now so based in this price tag that is just so exorbitant like it's really wild even wedding dresses and all these things it's just totally yeah it's such i also think covid changed that flipped that a little bit because people weren't able to have the big weddings Mm -hmm. and these they massive, had to reevaluate whatever they really had to reevaluate and they really had to cut their number short yeah and that brought in a new wave of wanting to celebrate with just your closest closest friends family yeah people had to in backyards mm-hmm. in restaurants in stuff like that that's no longer like the massive halls and and all of that you know yeah and it's really cool i think that's really cool that I it's agree. just weddings are now just becoming slowly i think that you can make the choice to make them about purely your celebration of love and wanting to celebrate your love with your friends with your closest friends who love you and your love very much yeah of course you know yeah absolutely um can i ask you a question yeah so do you feel like now being in your 30s dating someone that's in their mid-30s yeah your relationship is moving at a quicker pace than it would have if you were met in your 20s you know what's really funny is that in my 20s, when I was dating somebody who was truly terrible, I was like, I want I want this to move fast. Like, mm. go, go, go. Let just freaking gas on the pedal, like pedal, whatever. I want to get engaged. I want to have babies. I want to do this, blah, blah, right. blah. And then I realized how terrible that was mm-hmm. for me because I was like not thinking of him as a person. I was purely being like, Okay, great. He is a mechanism met someone. to get engaged. Yeah, I've met someone. He's got a great job. He makes me laugh sometimes. Um, he's cute. Uh, okay, let's just like get married mm-hmm. and let's do it. And now when I met Fernando now, I'm like, I started to take it really slow mm-hmm. in the beginning. I feel like it moved very slow for us in the beginning because I think – the minute I hit my 30s, it really dawned on me that, okay, this is somebody that I want to – the p- person that I'm dating, the people that I date from here on out are people that I am really looking to see if I can spend the rest of my life with you. Mm-hmm. And the rest of my life is hopefully a very long time. Right. So I don't need to rush that. I see. So you want it to you be know? much more conscious. Yeah. It was much more conscious. And then honestly, it kind of fell into a place of – with everything happening in my condo, 
I kind of had to move in to his place like part-time, obviously part-time at my parents. And I think that kind of made our relationship go a little bit faster. Right. Because well, I wouldn't have. a little bit because you would not yeah, have done that. I th- oh, 1,000% no. Like 1,000% I would not have even remotely moved in with him before a year mark. Right. I wouldn't have for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've had this conversation with him a lot that I get very attached to spaces that I live in. Mm-hmm. And so for me to move in somewhere that I don't know if this is going to be like my forever home freaks me out because if this relationship were to fail, I have to mourn the loss of my relationship and I also have to mourn the loss of my home. Right. Because I'm not moving into a home and being like, okay, I'm officially moving into my boyfriend's place. That's my home. Like that is, there's no difference for me of I'm moving into your place, you're moving into my place, we're moving into a place together. That's my home. So if we broke up, for me, that freaks me out to have to mourn. Yeah, to mourn twice. And if I don't have to, do you know what I mean? Like if it's not like- Yeah, like if you can take your time a little bit more. Yeah, if I have the option, exactly. So I do think a little, like- a little bit now too I mean it's been like a little bit over a year we've traveled a lot we've traveled together Mm -hmm. he's you know met so much of my family and spent so much of his time with my family Mm -hmm. I've met his family all of that stuff yeah maybe there is a bit of an element of like moving a little bit faster but see that for me is that I want to I'm looking at this relationship a little bit with like a goal in mind like I'm looking at it I want to get married and then I also definitely but do you want to get married or do you want to get married to him I want to get married to him. Right. Okay. Yeah. 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 I, mean, I, I was just saying that's the difference between when you were in your 20s. Oh, that's the difference for sure. Right. But like that's also a goal. I also do want to get married and have kids. Right. So for me to have to be like, yeah, let's just like totally take our time. I don't think it can work like that because I mm. want to have children. And I right. don't – and I think it's hard enough to have kids as it is. So why would I put that added pressure on myself to – and I don't know. For me, I'm like, why would I put that added pressure on myself and push it as long as possible? Totally. And add a level of there may be a difficult – you're it's it's already difficult enough to get pregnant. Like why would I add age into the the mix as well if I have the choice? Mm -hmm. That's I'm always saying if I have the choice. Right. Because I also don't know how – if it will – be difficult for me to get pregnant. It right. may be really hard. It may be super easy. I don't know. So I think that's kind of, yeah, it's super interesting. Yeah, like with, I think, with all the information that you have, that's what you're doing. That's what I'm doing with all the information that I have. Amazing. Hopefully he doesn't turn out to be a serial killer. That would be lovely. Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so. But um, so Fernando, if you have anything to say. <laughs> Say it now. Say it now. Forever hold your peace. Yeah, bitch. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, do you think timelines are so? So I kind of, I guess, have a timeline to my right. relationship. Do you listening to me talk about it? Do you think it it feels restrictive, or do you feel like it 
Does it sound like to you? For a second, also, Chris, can I just say, I kind of forgot that we were even recording. <laughs> like, we were just <laughs> chatting like how we do before yeah. we record. Oh, I love that. <laughs> yeah, there was a point where it was just, like, such a, like, a just a, a meandering chat. Like, you were just kind of, like, <laughs> just going on. I was like, this is amazing. Whoa, um, I really actually forgot that we were recording for a second. incredible. But do you, listening to me talk, do you see that my timeline for myself, do you feel that it's restrictive or do you consider it goal-oriented? <laughs> um, so I wouldn't say... I mean, I think it fits into the mold of what is like definitely considered societally acceptable. Like this is – that's very yeah. normal what you're saying. So I don't think it's like you're saying it and there's a bunch of red flags going off in my brain being like, uh, Aline, weirdo alert. Like I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah. totally makes sense. Like I 100% yeah. understand where you're coming from. I think for me, I often think about um, I guess like the roles that these things play and whether or not they're actually necessary, like getting married before having kids. Like I've told Andres, like I don't mm. need to be married before we have kids. If we end mm. up doing it, then that's fine. But me procreating with him, like it wouldn't make a difference, the commitment to me, whether we were married first or after. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of that does, like the comfortability of that also comes from, as you said before, we have been very close friends for a very long time. Right. And I know his family, we went to prom together in 2011. Right. Like we've known each other for a very long time. Yeah, and there is an huge. element of trust there where I know his like true character. And I know yeah, yeah, yeah. that he is somebody that I would feel very comfortable bringing another person into the world with, even with the world completely crumbling around us. <laughs> I think that there's always room for optimism and hope. And I think children give us that. Um, not that, that it's their role to give us them. Anyways, I'm going to spiral. But um <laughs> I would say it's not like I guess I just always think of like is it something that we naturally want or is it something that we've been mm -hmm. told to want you know what I'm saying and I don't even yes. know if it really matters if we get to the truth of that question I'm just always curious about that question of like do yeah. we do we truly yes, want yes, yes. a wedding I know what you, you know yeah. what I mean I get what you mean yeah, and I think that's something that I wrestle with a lot because, again, I don't even think it really matters because if you yeah. want to do it, you can do it. But it's like the feminism question where it's like, do you get plastic surgery for you or are you getting it right. because of the male gaze? Like, are you having a wedding because it's something that you want or is it because something that you've been told to want and something that, like, legitimizes your relationship? I And yeah. I don't know if there's even really an answer to that. I think I over – not necessarily overthink, but I definitely, like, ponder on that idea a lot because yeah. it is so expensive and it is such, like, an exorbitant amount of, like – Mm -hmm. planning and work and all these things I'm like is this even something that I want or is it something that I've been told that I need to have yeah to make it so to that make our relationship, relationship legitimate legit. yeah. yeah um so I, know, I, I it's, don't know it's kind of hard I I think I've started to kind of in a way think that way about kids I mm. think maybe since my nephew was born it just doesn't it so doesn't look easy it's one of those that like oh my naive, god i know have you have you heard of um i've been seeing it on tiktok a bit but like um be a naive doer no when it's like and they, they're talking about it in terms of like starting a business or a creative project or right. um like i don't know going up to the person that you like and asking them out like stuff right. like that um not in the sense of like have kids and be naive about it but <laughs> Uh, in. in the sense of, for me, it's, it's honestly is like the less I know, the more I want kids and right. but I the still more you know, it's 100% very effective want children, but then yeah, seeing yeah. just, just seeing like what my sister-in-law went through, went through, you know, for him, I'm like, Ugh. totally. <laughs> Am I going to have to do that? Like, am I going to have to go through that? And it was so funny. The other day I was, I was feeding him. It was like a couple of weeks ago. 
I was feeding him. He's like not even a year old yet. And he has, he has two teeth on the bottom mm-hmm. and I was feeding him, but it was going so slow. Yeah. And I looked at, I think it was my sister-in-law or my mom. And I went, God, how long does it take to feed him? <laughs> like they you're were like, impatient all of a sudden? <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, uh, a while. Yeah. But also you're giving him like a tiny bit. Like he's a little bit more, he's, he's stronger than that. Like you can give him more food. Yeah, yeah, And I was like, God, what am I going to be here forever? And yeah, like, like you were getting mom- so impatient. I love that. That's so fucking funny. And my mom was like, oh, this is going to be your future. If you want kids, like this is it. This yeah, you got to give deep breaths. This is, bu- because he's in. also a very good kid. It's not that right. he's a difficult child, that it's difficult to feed him or, you know, he's right. picky about what he eats, any of that stuff. So in all senses of the word, like this is best case scenario. Yeah, and you're like, um, and I'm like, God, me, I Lord. going, Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> I have nowhere to be, but I'm like, this is this is taking so long. Totally. Um, so I just think it's it is it is more interesting. I think you do think about it a lot more when you're older because you yeah. also get into and you're seeing people doing it before you. Yeah, and I also think you get into such a routine with your life that mm-hmm. you're kind of seeing how great your life is without kids and because we don't know how great life could be with kids in it too right you're like this is kind of nice i totally agree i andres i have actually had this conversation before where we've talked about like wow we're gonna miss like having one-on-one time like we like love hanging out so much and we're like wow this is gonna really be super different and something we're gonna have to adjust to but i wanted to ask you a question because i think um I think there are a lot of cases where we're seeing people, like all, all of our friends doing things and they're doing things at different like paces. You know what yeah. I mean? Like some people get yeah, into yeah. relationships very quickly and they start moving quick and you're like, okay, great, giddy up. And other people are like really taking their time. But I find mm-hmm. it super interesting hearing like external, especially I, I have this on my yeah. mind because of the party that I went to last um, on, on the weekend on Sunday and I was doing so much small talk and everyone was just like, there was no boundaries. Like so many people being like, so are you going to get engaged? Like, oh, when are you going to have babies? When are you going to do this? And I'm like, oh, what oh, a weird God. thing to just assume. And it's funny because it's a lot of older people that just like don't, right. they have no filter anymore. And they're kind of just like, I can ask whatever the fuck I want because I'm I'm going out. I'm on my way out. Um, yeah. <laughs> but it didn't make me think like, oh, it's like just this thing that's expected of people. And if yeah. it's, you know what I mean? It's just like, okay, so what's going on? Like, why don't you have a ring on your finger? What's going on? Why don't you have a baby mm-hmm. in your belly? And you're like, holy shit. Like there's not a lot of room for like, what if I yeah. don't want one? I was literally at a party. Uh, you you were at it too when I said I wasn't drinking and somebody assumed oh, yeah. that I was pregnant and like literally put his hand on my belly and I was like, <gasps> yeah. And he was like joking around, but I was like, what if I was infertile? What if I had recently suffered a miscarriage? What if I, you I know what I mean? Like oh my God. you can't just assume that somebody's pregnant and, if, and I just met him. This is my first time ever meeting him. I know. I literally was like, ah, no, just not drinking. But if I was, like, probably not, like, the best question to ask. Like, if I haven't told these people, I wouldn't have told you. (laughs) Like, um, Weirdo. But it's just so funny with those kind of, like, really personal questions that people just feel like they they are owed the answer to. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so what's wrong with Andres? He doesn't, like, why isn't he proposed? I'm like, nothing's wrong with him. We're literally fine. And it's a conversation that we're having, so just chill. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know what's going on. What's funny is that, like, so when I first started – when I was first in my relationship for the first month, I didn't really tell people what was going on. And right. even I think after that, I was kind of. Yeah, it was like, definitely a different, it, like speaking as one of your close friends, you definitely handled it far different than you have in past yeah. relationships. And there was a Be- point, if I can interject super yeah. quick, is that I actually thought it was like a red flag that I was like, that I Why didn't don't, talk about that you didn't talk about them because you were such yeah. an open book with your past relationships. Um, and I thought, okay, well, what is 
wrong with or what are some things that you like why wouldn't you want to tell us about him if you think he's so great you know and what it's I mean funny because now I'm of the mindset that I'm like I want to protect things that I love so much right you know what I mean like I'm very and then they're just for and you very, and him they're just for me and him right so which I'm like, early on because which, it was such a big dissection and you hadn't addressed yeah. it I was like um is Girl, he literally I don't think you like him that much but I was like I like him a lot and right. I don't want to I don't want to be influenced by other people's ideas or their opinions maybe their timelines their mm-hmm. opinions any of that stuff so i really kept it to myself until mm-hmm. i was certain of like where we were going what it, what what was happening and whatever and then i'm obviously like way more happy to talk about him with now. my close friends now like of yeah of course but at the in the beginning i was like very protective because I was nervous. Right. I was like, oh, I don't want this to, you know? Totally. Um, And it's so interesting even bringing that up with friends who, I guess, because a lot of my friends are in relationships that have that are like, you know, founded in the ground. They're, they're grounded in the relationships. they for yeah, a very long time. Exactly. So to talk about a really brand new relationship felt a little bit weird because – you know, when you're looking at something from the future, it's easy to say, oh, X, Y, Z, or make an, make a blanket statement about the person's relationship or whatever mm-hmm. because you're on the other side of it. So it, I, I did find it a little bit strange in the beginning because I'm like, I don't have friends right now who are also similarly or who have recently started a relationship. Right. Like you didn't have a lot of people in your place in life that you could relate to because yeah. everyone else had like either were single or like in super long relationships. Yeah. yeah and I also fair. think it's it's something that along the lines of like when you – which I don't even know if we've done a um, a podcast episode about this, but like when you enter into a very healthy relationship after being in – I don't even want to say toxic ones, like just unhealthy right. relationships, it, it makes you question a lot of things. Absolutely. And so I found – when I would think whatever I would, whatever thoughts I would have, I was like, this sounds absolutely ridiculous. I don't want to bring this up to someone because it sounds stupid. Like you were gaslighting yourself before you'd even talk yeah. about it. Yeah, absolutely. So I just wouldn't. So I was like, oh, I think it's, I think it's healthy. So I had to do a lot of the, the questioning and mm. the, all of that stuff myself. Cause I kind of was like, I think this is fine. Yeah, this is fine. And then I would be like, oh, okay. It's just I came from But instead of relying on your friends for those moments, you just did that internally, you're saying. Yeah, because right. truly because they were in different places in their life and I thought that they would find it. But so why does it matter if somebody's in a different place? Like you don't I think feel like I thought that they you... would find it childish. Mm. But that's that a, it would, that's a your projection. Yeah, yeah okay. Which is exactly why I was kind of like, I'm just not going to I'll I'll deal with it and then I'll figure it out later kind of thing. Mm. Or I'll talk about it later kind of thing. So it's yeah, like having friends that are on different timelines is, I, I don't know, for me took a bit of a, what's the word I'm looking for? Like a bit of a hesitation on my on my right. side. But I still think like that kind of, ma- it, it does make me sad to hear because I do think that deep down you are somebody that people look to for advice so often and people mm-hmm. like look to you to like bounce ideas off of regardless of kind yeah, of yeah, yeah. place. And I feel like you don't give yourself that same credit to other people and I still think that's right. where a lot of like your hyper independence you know what I mean like yes, being like well yeah, whatever totally. like I can fucking deal with this myself but yes. there is a vulnerability that comes from like letting people in and whether or not they think it's childish or silly or whatever 
knowing that they are friends that will love you regardless. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I because do f- I remember you being so open about your relationship with Dre when you guys were first. For sure. And I'm sure a lot of that out. shit was childish. <laughs> I feel like sometimes I was like, mm, what's going on? But yeah, exactly. But like at the time too, I was like, okay, well, my main focus when we were talking about it was your happiness. Right. It was always like, are you happy doing this? Are you happy moving forward with this? Are you happy with this? Mm-hmm. And that was my baseline. I was like, I don't really totally. care about anything else. All I care about is you're my friend and I want you to be happy. But then so why wouldn't you then trust do some, that the same thing? like me or somebody else yeah, in your yeah, friend yeah. group? I don't know. It was kind of I, – I, I guess I thought of it like if something happened now, I thought of it of people who have been in relationships for so long, they'd be like, okay, that's not going to be that big of a deal. Don't stress about it now. And I'm like, okay, but I am a little bit like right. – whatever about but what if now? that advice even if that isn't true but what if that was helpful to you you know what i, I mean know. like yeah totally so totally funny. isn't that interesting yeah it is interesting and it makes me like it it, it makes me understand your inference relationship a lot more because there what were elements like being totally honest where i was like kind of weirded out by how little we were talking about your yeah. relationship with him and i'd be like is it intentional because you don't want me to know about him or is it like because oh. you don't love like you're not super yes, into it yes, or because yes, you don't yes. think that like I whatever and I think it did I mean you and I have talked about this off podcast obviously it did inform I think the the uh, mindset that I went into meeting him because I was like yeah. I haven't heard anything about this man um yeah. at all like not even good or bad right. um it was really protective I was really totally. protective but but in my mind it went into being like you're don't like him that Un- much. You're underwhelmed or or he's right. not like that great and you're kind of just like going right. around with it and that's why you haven't said anything because you're the hype up girl of the century and you're always right. like, oh my God, girl, I'm in love. Like he's amazing. You know what I mean? And that's kind of yeah, what yeah, I was yeah. like, where is that? You know yeah. what I mean? And then- And I think that freaked me out because I was like, oh my God, this is, it's it's going, it's going really well mm-hmm. that I'm nervous. I'm almost like, I got to a point that I was like, I'm so nervous that if I start to hype it up, to be like, I'm obsessed. I'm this. I'm yeah. that. It's almost gonna bite me in the ass. Uh, it's like, like you're worried that you're too many eyes it. <laughs> on it. Yeah, too many eyes are on it now that it's going to interesting. It. Yeah. Okay. Well, that gives Funny me like a lot works. more insight because honestly, we've never even talked really about this off podcast. Like this. No, we haven't. I know because I did truly like it. Completely informed my idea of right. him. Was yeah. this like? Alina's not acting like herself. Like I know Aline and I know Aline when she's yeah, in yeah, love. Yeah. And yeah, like yeah. I know Aline when she's like goo goo gaga. Like she's like singing it from the rooftops. Like what the fuck is going on? Like Yeah, but then if you like look at who I was goo goo gaga and all of that stuff about. Yeah. They were losers. Totally. I guess you I know? just more mean like in general. Like in your yeah, life yeah, yeah. you are very quick to being like. Yes. This yeah. is amazing. This you one was I mean? a this one I was like, I want to keep this. I want to protect this a little bit. Yeah. I just kind of I mean, I like love to hear it be... because to be honest, I did I it was something that I've I've thought about. Yeah. That's sure. hilarious. Yeah. Guys, I literally forget that we're recording a lot of the time today. <laughs> you keep this like going first... to your garage band being like, is this thing on? <laughs> I actually I, I am. Because <laughs> yeah. I just I kind of forget. I feel like we haven't actually spoken about this stuff a no, lot. No, we've never talked about this. And so, it is something that I'm glad to I honestly yeah. super relieved to hear about as somebody that like truly loves you so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I have been trying not to take it personally because that doesn't help anything. Right. And the fact that you haven't really been talking to me about it because I don't want it to be something that, you yeah. know comes in between us like it's no, like dimming no man your light is gonna come in between our friendship absolutely but, not um you did obviously respond to things just so differently than I think I was in my head being like the owl that I know you know yeah. what I mean so 
Um, it also is one of those that like you start to realize, I think that the older I, I, I maybe because I was a little bit older getting into this kind of a relationship mm-hmm. is that the way that I responded before is being goo goo gaga. I think I was so it's, it's one of those that you are dealing with it from a little bit of an immature perspective of, Oh my mm. God, he's giving me attention. Oh my God. He said I'm pretty. Oh my God. He blah, blah, blah. But I was looking at this one so much from the lens of like, are you going to be a good partner to me? Right. And what I want from my life. It was more grounded. I see my life going. And if that's not the case, I was almost of the mindset that I'm like, I don't even care to, I, before, honestly, before where my, where my mindset came from was I was excited for people to know that I was in a relationship. Mm. I was excited for people to be like, oh, she has a boyfriend. Oh, right. she's whatever. And we had talked about that for sure. Yeah. Like in life. Whereas have- this time I didn't give a shit anymore. Right. And almost I wanted the narrative for so long to for people outside of my close circle to think I was still single because I wanted them to see me as this like, oh, Alina's single. Alina's so happy with her life. That means I can be single and I can be happy with mm-hmm. my life. Almost I wanted to be that for people. So I also kept it private in that respect. It was right. just a lot of it. It, it, it it's is a lot of layers truly that the you most, were waiting through. Yeah, and it is the most different relationship I've ever been in. So mm-hmm. I think that there's there is that aspect of, but I think that's a good thing. I think that if my relationship was like every other relationship that I had ever been in, absolutely. Like what makes this one so special right. for me, at least? Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a beautiful thing. I'm just glad we actually got to talk about it, regardless of whether we're, we're recording or not. Because there was a time where I was like, "Do I have to talk with this girl? Like, what is happening? Does, Does he she ever even kidnap? Like this guy? Yeah, <laughs> like blink twice. He's holding her hostage, and I'm like, Kristen, it's lovely. Yeah, you're like everything's great. I was like, Are you everything's sure? Everything's great. Um, okay, I also want to talk about red flags. Mm, yes, we're talking we love about like timelines and all this stuff, but like, how do you spot a little? Red how do you spot flag a red flag? Okay, so I have a few things um, that I have thought about when we when we said we were going to do this episode topic, and I think it's it's hard to wade through because with a certain person, a red flag can be a yellow flag mm-hmm. or it can be no a flag at flag. all. I just think it's kind of things all amalgamate. It's it's a whole picture yes, kind yes, of thing. Yes. You know what I mean? Totally, but that being totally. said, take it with a grain of salt. But there are, I think, things that stand out as red flags that like stand the test of time, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yes. Um, for me – love bombing super early on. I think if yeah. somebody is emotionally intelligent and emotionally aware as a person, if they are throwing gifts at you, being mm-hmm. super like saying I love you super super early, um mm-hmm. being like really really over the top very early, but without the adequate like depth of knowledge of you, you know yes, what I mean? Yes, like yes, yes. they're loving either the idea of you yes, or they love your job say. or what you look like and all these different things, right. but they don't actually know who you are as a person. And then they're like throwing all of their love at you for me. And I think for you as well, that's a huge red flag because yeah. I think your love should grow as you like kind of create a deeper connection with a person. Mm-hmm. If somebody comes at you with 110% love, but they only know like 1% of you, it it's seems very weird. romantic, but it's actually a yes. manipulation tactic. And I think it is something that we should be very wary of because so many fucking movies make it being like, oh, he saw her from across the bar and he like just like is so enamored. Like, yeah, that yes, sounds yes, super yes. hot. And I'm sure yeah, the sex yeah, yeah. will be great. But there is That's a lack I, of social awareness. Like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. that that emotional intelligence that I think you should be wary of for a, like a long-term partner. A hundred percent. Can I just have a little interjection? Absolutely. Of comedic relief. There's this yes. girl on TikTok. I saw her video and she's mm-hmm. like, I would 1000% be that bitch that gets 
love bombed. Right. She goes, if someone is meeting me and within a week they're telling me that they love me and that I'm the greatest oh thing in God, the world. Oh my God, I've seen this too. I'm going to be like, yeah, hello, I know. this guy gets it. <laughs> yeah, this guy gets it. I remember that <laughs> this exactly. This is what I've been trying to tell you guys all along. Honestly, every time I see, I've seen that video or iterations of it and I it's just think so it's good. the yeah, best. It's but it's so very, true. very true of the love bombing thing. But I also want to preface, I've heard of these crazy stories of like – also, again, when I was younger, I used to be of the mindset that I'm like, when you know, you just kind of know. Like, you just know that it's going to be within like two, three months. You can kind of get it. I don't think and that's true. Yeah. I, I was <laughs> and so when I would hear of people like moving in after five months, after six months, after this and that, I'm like, yeah, they get it. Right. They just <laughs> know. Sure. No red flags. They just get no it. No red flags. They know. Green They're not light. bringing any of their childhood yeah. trauma into this Pasco, relationship. <laughs> collect 200. They're in this. Yeah. And I I know a couple that, you know, has – I think they were – they moved in after six months together, six or eight months. They um, got engaged like very soon after that. I want to say within the year. Mm-hmm. And then got married like pretty soon after so everything has been very, very, very fast. I have another friend who is in the same exact time. I think it's like seven or eight years. And my friend um, has, I think she just recently like got married. Maybe, I think it's been two years now. Anyway, a year or something. Okay. A year and a half. She like just, uh, anyway, she's so different. And in the same time that my friend has got engaged, got married, bought their second property together. Mm-hmm. The other relationship got married, moved in, got engaged, got married, had a baby, I think. Like within two years, basically. On number two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it was just so fast. And they're so, still together, obviously. Yeah, so. yeah. I was going to say, I think that's so interesting because I do think that there isn't like one set no. like timeline that makes sense no. for people. But I do think that there are cases like – I think there are cases where people meet each other and especially I've heard this with divorcees or people that have been in like very long relationships and they get out. They're able so quickly to discern whether somebody is going to like meld with themselves because they know themselves so deeply and they're not bringing in like, oh, I – any any baggage or they're bringing in baggage but I mean like you know what I mean? Like they know so well what they want and who they are and I think in those cases for sure and I think there are obviously exceptions to every rule but Mm -hmm. you can't – you can't take out like – your own gut instinct. You know what I mean? Like if you want to move things quick, yeah. sure, that's fine. But are you really doing it for you? Are you doing it for external perceptions of things? Are you, you know what I mean? I think that's yeah. it's super important to figure out what is actually true to you and to your so partner. So for me, so if I would think in this situation between the two of us, if you and if you told me that you and Dre were moving in within four or five months, mm-hmm. I would not think that's really that much of a red flag. Right. Because you have such a massive foundation of friendship mm-hmm. and you guys have known each other, you've traveled together, all of this stuff, mm-hmm. that if you told me that that was the case, I w- honestly wouldn't. Blame. You wouldn't be like, would uh, be like, can we no, go for coffee? No, because I'd be like, okay, talk. that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, how are you going to decorate? Where are you going to get your Yeah, stuff? yeah. Um, but if I told you I was moving in in four or five months, you would – I would For sure. I would have been like, what's happening? Say, yes. He has you kidnapped. Especially because I also know that you want form. to be like it – just it's important for you to have certain things in place, I think. Like you're exactly. not somebody that would do that. Right. So I think that's also where it comes in of you have to really take into account all the of person. the – All of the stuff. Yeah, I totally agree. Surrounding – um do you have any other red flags or no do i have a red flag i honestly don't like moving too fast 
for me, it's always just like the, I think it's, for me, it's moving too fast and showering with like really, really expensive, grandiose gifts. Mm -hmm. That for me has always been a little bit of a red flag and I don't, I'm not a hundred percent sure why yet, but I find if somebody did that for me, I would feel a little bit of icky about it. Right. Maybe because that's not my personality. Or to so have them like, like you feel don't like know you owe me. them something. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, that's kind of why it makes a red it feels like a red flag for me of when you make these really grandiose gestures. Right. I'm kind of like, what are you trying to Proof. hide? I totally, I totally get that. And the one other thing I was just thinking of off the side, and I think you'll have a interesting perspective on this is like, okay. you know, people that have been together forever and they just haven't gotten engaged and people pepper them with questions all the time as to why they're not mm-hmm. engaged. And then people are like, oh, well, I need to like ask an ultimatum or you need to like put it, you know what right. I mean? Give them like a timeline when they need yeah. to propose. Do you think that's something like, is that something I that you would, a, you know what I mean? Okay. I have thoughts on this. Okay. Yeah. So about like, what is an, when is it an ultimatum versus like, what is it, when is it just something that you stand for? Right. Okay. I think an ultimatum, I think it's an ultimatum when in a sense, you're not ready to walk away. You're, mm. I, I almost think an ultimatum is you're bluffing. Right. To be like, you proposed to me, like it's like in the office where it's like, you proposed to me by New Year's yeah. or or I'm out or I'm out yeah but I don't know if they would actually and also that's kind of crazy that's wild to me yeah I also think that there's a part that's kind of like when it's something that you just stand for I think that you talk about it with your partner and say you know I would like to be engaged in this much time or like I would like to this be is why it means so much to me and this, this is why it means yeah. so much to me blah 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 and I think that when it's just something that you stand for, you have to – you don't almost like talk about it as much. It's kind of like, well, I'm going to let this – I'm going to let my partner be and act freely. Mm-hmm. And if it lines up with my goals in life, then that's great. If it doesn't, then I have to walk away right. because it's something that I want. Right. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Totally. So when it's an ultimatum, it's I think that it's you're It's a definitive like, conversation though. Like it's I a, feel like it feels like, like such a definitive like, yeah. one-sided conversation. I think you're badgering the other person to be like propose to me or or you're like consistently sending them the and the rings and Yeah, and I think that's whatever. also where you're getting into like the what if your partner isn't ready but you want to be in a partnership with them, yeah. w- what is it about the partnership that they're not yeah. ready for? Or you know what I mean, what we have to have that conversation. Yeah. Like why are and we I in different timelines? And that's when that's what I get to when we're in our in our thirties too, is that who I am as a person, fundamentally, I'm not gonna change from here on out. Right. This is this is for the who most I part for I sure. May, exactly. My values and my I don't even want to say my beliefs, but like what I want for my life is pretty set. There may be something happens and I have to make a detour, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I'm working towards a certain but barring life any and like lifestyle. extreme event you're you're exactly yeah and so I think if my partner doesn't know within two-ish years like I don't what really more think, are they going to learn yeah what more saying? are you going to find out and what more are you going to learn fuck me, around at least. find out <laughs> yeah the more no, you fuck I get around that. the more you find I, out I love that fucking meme um totally but I, that and that to me is not an ultimatum in any sense no, it's that's just holding just kind true of to like, what this you is, want. I, I think that if you don't know, then you don't know. And right. that's okay too, but I know. And right. so I have to do what's best for me. Yeah, absolutely. 
That's how I that's how I see it. I understand that. I, I get you know? that for sure. Absolutely. So how did you respond to the why aren't you engaged yet when everyone was asking you at the party? Yeah, people said, so are you going to marry that boy? Oh, God. And I was like, <laughs> I know. It was a lot. I was like exhausted after. I was like, I literally felt like going to a boxing ring. I was like, oh, my God, I'm so tired. Um, but <laughs> I basically, so I was like, well, wouldn't that be great? Like I would just like kind of do a playful fuck off. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, 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 Oh, yeah. yeah. He Isn't he just that the best? That would just be grand. Isn't he just the best? Yeah. Um, because to be honest, it's it's nobody's business. And yeah. I, I've seen that person the, the last time I saw them was when I was seven years old. So okay. it's, it's not like I owe them, you right. know what I mean, an in-depth whatever. And it was harmless. I'm not like angry at them or whatever. I don't care. But it's just more of like I wasn't going to spend a lot of time giving like an in-depth answer about like the trajectory mm-hmm. of a relationship. And I think she just thought he was cute and wanted to see whether we were – like I think it's just yeah. like old, old women being gossipy as we love them to be. But yeah, I just kind of handled it by deflecting. And it's yeah. not even because I, I – I, I don't want to answer it. It was just more of like the, I don't know. I don't want to talk to you. Curious, <laughs> was Dre at the party too? He was. Yeah, that's why. And did anyone ask him anything? Definitely not. No. I can't imagine. Of, are you going to propose? All right. Okay. Then there you go. Yeah. Well, because men are allowed to mad. be themselves outside of relationships. <laughs> Women are just <laughs> bags for babies. <laughs> that's when it starts to piss me off. Yeah, but. totally. Yeah. Wow. That was a really interesting That was very insightful for me. That was very insightful. I also love that we actually talked about something that we've never talked about off podcast. I mean, that's happened before, but I feel like with this particular topic, I literally went in yeah. not knowing very much at all. So thank I you think for that opening the, up. I, yeah, of course. I mean, it's it's funny. I, I feel like I'm going to have – what's the – I don't know what it's called specifically, but you know whenever you overshare and then Oh, you, and then you finish and you're like, why the fuck did I say that? Yeah, now I'm actually just like mortified from oversharing. No, no, I feel no. I may have a little bit of that coming down. I don't think you overshared. Press, like, if anything, I want stop more salacious record, details. But um, – which I can give you off the pod or yes. maybe on our Patreon. <laughs> 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 that yet, but just a little tease. Yes. Um. Yeah, I do think that's – I think it's always a great sign when I genuinely, genuinely forget that we were recording. Yeah, truly, I love that. truly, truly. You literally, I saw you scroll off to check your garage yeah. band more than once, which is hilarious to me. Because I was like, "There's no way." There's no way. <laughs> Am I saying this shit? I love. Am I saying this on the pod? But yeah, it's true. So I think the the key takeaway is if you are in a relationship and you are on your own timeline, just like. Live in your own timeline. Yeah, That's fuck it. the haters. Because no one also knows what your relationship is like. No one knows the inner workings, the details, the conversations you guys have had, why or why not you're doing something, any of that stuff. So just stand strong. And if you feel the need to protect your relationship or be a little bit more private or whatever about it, that's... Totally great. You know? Yeah, but absolutely. But also taking advice taking my own advice you can also lean on your friends a little bit more <laughs> a little bit more <laughs> i'm like call me <laughs> i really thought that hyper independence was completely out of my body but i guess it's not. definitely not definitely <laughs> definitely not love you with peace and love <laughs> yeah well. uh, love it anyway love you love this you and see you tomorrow fun. we're going for dinner oh my god i can't wait so excited Thank you, everyone, for listening. This has been Accidental Friends with Lean and Kristen. This podcast was created by us, and it is produced by Chloe Jackson. And if you want to check us out, we have our Instagram, Accidental Friends Podcast. We're on TikTok, Accidental Friends. We have a website, accidentalfriends.com. And yeah, you just can't get enough of us. We come out with new episodes every Thursday. Thank you so much for listening.